All right, major gift fundraiser here with Clark Van Deventer, helping you get the most money out of your list without ruining your current donor relationships. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope you're having a great day. All right, so I've been talking about this over the past few days, but remember, Giving Tuesday's coming up. Sorry, I misspoke. I, I said it's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. It's Tuesday after Thanksgiving, right? So we got we got Thanksgiving, then there's Cyber Monday. Wait, well, there's Thanksgiving, there's Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then Giving Tuesday. Sorry about that. All right, so if you want to maximize Giving Tuesday, okay, so you maybe saw it last year, and and you're like we gotta make sure we don't miss that next year all right i'm here to help make sure you don't miss it you maximize it so we got a free guide to maximizing giving tuesday just email me at uh, clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com to get a copy of that or go sign up for our email list at majorgiftsfundraiser.com we'll get it to you either way again clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com all right so what i want to talk about today all right, I'm at a fundraising dinner uh, earlier this week. All right, so this is a very uh, interesting position that I always find myself in. I sometimes joke that years from now, right, like at the end of my life, I give, I give a big gift, a mega gift to the organization I really love. There's a banquet in my honor, right? And the president uh, says, Clark, what motivated you to give such a tremendous gift? I'm going to say um, it was your moves management, right? It was, you guys did an effective job moving me, asking strategic questions. <laughs> so, um, no, fundraising banquets, dinners are always an interesting uh, situation for me to be in, right? And sometimes people will say to me uh, that I'm close to and I'm at one of these things, like, what do you think? Like, you're a professional fundraiser, you know? And I'm always kind of like, well, what do you think? Because, um, like, I'm too close to it, right? But there was, I go to this event, and there were some good things at it. Um, and I thought the most important thing they did, because remember, I view, I, I don't believe that these events are fundraisers. What they are, they're donor acquisition events, right? Like, you, th this event that you put on is not a fundraiser. It's a donor acquisition event. So if you'll have 100 people show up to an event, to show up to a dinner, and at this dinner, these 100 people, let's just say they give $10,000, right? Like how much could that same group of 100 people give if you actually spent the time to develop relationships with them, cultivate them, ask strategic questions, find out what it is that they're passionate about, what they're motivated by, what they, what they really want to see happen in this world? How, how much could they give then with that kind of cultivation? So uh, I thought it was... Uh, this is a donor acquisition event. That's the way I look at these events. And so they they did a good job of making a good, hard ask at the end, right? And like, that's the whole point. Like, if you don't, if I think about this as a donor acquisition event, the number one thing they have to get me to do by the end of the event is to give a gift. Any amount, right? Just acquire me as a donor. Get me in, right? Get me into the funnel, Get me into their family, into the circle. That's their number one task with this type of event is to get me to give. And they made a pretty good pitch. Actually, a pretty strong pitch 
at the end and, and put a little bit, an appropriate amount of pressure on us to give. I thought there were some better things they could have done early on in the event in terms of, uh, I thought there was wasted space. There, there was things they did that really didn't add to the meeting. Um, no wasted words, right? Like I talk about this a lot. Every word has to count. Um, how are you crafting your story? How are you telling your story? What's your pitch? There are some things they could have done to strengthen it. But overall, good event. They make a good, strong pitch at the end. But then there was one thing. And when they did it, I looked over at my wife. And, and she, was, she was later like, what well, did you think of that? There was one thing they did that I completely disagreed with. All right? So what they said was, um, if you're here tonight and you're thinking about making a $1,000 gift, you know, maybe just stretch that a little bit. And instead of giving $1,000 now, would you consider giving $100 a month and making it a $1,200 gift? And I completely disagreed with that approach. And here's why. All right. So... There's a big difference between a donor who gives you $100 a month and a donor who gives you $1,000, right? If I'm going to give you $100 a month, it's like I'm budgeting for this. Like, I, like I'm going to budget. I have income, right? And I'm going to give you $100 a month to support you as, I, as I'm able. If I give you $1,000... It's like, hey, here, here you go. Here's a thousand bucks. I didn't need it anyway. Here you go. All right. Do you see the difference? Right. If I give you a hundred bucks, I'm budgeting. If I give you a thousand dollars, I'm just giving you away money I don't need. Okay. So there's something about that thousand dollar level. If someone is willing to part right now with a thousand dollars, that sort of separates them. Right. So if, I, if I'm looking at a list of donors and I see, all these, all these donors, the ones who've given one-time gifts of $1,000, it's like they're raising their hand and they're saying, I'm a major gift prospect. So when I think about this, this banquet that I'm at, this dinner that I'm at, all right, let's say my wife and I have gone to this dinner and we've gotten this whole pitch and they've asked us to become donors. Maybe my wife and I are thinking, you know, we should give 100 bucks a month to this organization. Maybe that's what we're thinking. And over here, at this other table, there's this other couple. We'll call them the Smiths. All right, I know the Smiths. And I, I, know, I know the Smiths have much greater financial capacity than my wife and I. I just, I just know they do. All right? So let's say that they were sitting there thinking, we should give, you know what? This has been great. We should give $1,000. All right? But then the organization says, you know, instead of giving $1,000 tonight, maybe you could give $100 a month. And the Smiths go, you know what, let's, let's do $100 a month. They just ask us to do $100 a month. Well, now, all right, the organization, at the end of the night, when they look at these pledge cards, they go, the Van Deventers and the Smiths both gave $100 a month. They're equal donors, all right? So there's no way to separate us and to see that the Smiths are much better prospects than the Van Deventers. 
But if they hadn't said that thing about instead of giving $1,000 now, give $100 a month, all right? If they hadn't said that, the Smiths would have gave $1,000 that night. And it would have been much more clear looking at the list that the Smiths are better prospects than the Van Deventers because the Smiths just wrote a check on the spot for a thousand bucks. All right. The other reason I would never ask a donor to give a hundred dollars a month instead of a thousand dollars once is look, I want all the money as quickly as you'll give it to me. I just do. So the Smiths, if they had given a thousand dollars, I, I that that gift is now done, right? And I can begin the cultivation and the steward. I can begin the stewardship, right, for that gift, which leads into the cultivation for the next gift. All right. So they could have given a thousand dollars. Now there's nothing saying that they won't give a hundred dollars a month in addition to the thousand dollars they already gave. So they gave they give a thousand dollars tonight. I thank them for the gift immediately. We set up a lunch for a few weeks later. All right. We have the board chair send a thank you as well. We have maybe someone else makes a phone call. We talk about all the great things we've been able to accomplish with our support. All right. We have lunch again. Like maybe six weeks later, after they've given their thousand dollars, I ask them to be a monthly donor. And at that point, maybe they give a hundred bucks a month. All right. So now their gift is instead of a hundred dollars a month. For a year, $1,200. Now it's a $2,200 gift. All right? Or maybe it's more. Maybe they give more than 100 bucks a month. Or maybe instead of asking them to become a monthly donor, I ask them for something else at the same time. But I can wrap up the gift, steward the gift, all right, and then begin the cultivation for the next gift. Instead, I have no way of knowing who's a better prospect, the Smiths or the Van Deventers. And now the Smiths are locked in on a monthly pledge for at least the next year, it's kind of awkward if I ask them for another gift because they just they just made a pledge for a year. Let that pledge play out, right? So that's why I never suggest to a donor that they should give monthly, right? Or I never suggest to a donor that they could give this gift over the next three years. I let the donor tell me this is what they want to do. So if I ask a donor for $25,000, I'm asking the donor for $25,000 today. All right. If they say, or for the, this year, we'll say, all right. Now they may say, could I have a couple of years to pay it off? All right. Oh, sure. Okay. But I, I'm not going to spread the timeline out for the donor. All right. Hope that makes sense. And uh, yes, monthly donors are great prospects for increased giving. I work with lots of organizations um, that have child sponsors, right? People who, who give to support children uh, in impoverished places around the world. Those are great prospects. People have been giving for a long time, that regular habit of giving. I worked with an organization once that had a donor who'd been giving monthly gifts for 22 years. Right? These are great prospects for increased gifts, but as you get started, if you're spreading out those gifts um, and making someone give you a hundred bucks a month instead of giving you a thousand dollars a once, like why are you spreading it out? Get, get the money now, do good work with it, accomplish great things and go ask for another gift later on. All right. That's all I got for you today. Hey, I'd love to help you. 
achieve your goals, uh, do great things, uh, both for your organization and for your own career. I want you to have the kind of success that you know you're capable of, right? We all need help. We all need a coach to prod us along, to help us be better. So I would love to help you be the fundraiser that you know deep down you're capable of being. So I have a variety of programs uh, for you to choose from in terms of getting the right thing for you. And uh, a lot of those have coaching packages we add on to them. So you, you actually go through programs and then you and I get our hands dirty talking about these things. Actually just spent my whole morning this morning on Zoom calls talking with different clients around the country. So, hey, uh, would love to talk to you about uh, what will be right for you. So shoot me an email at clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Hey, would love to just spend an hour with you talking about where you're at, what you want to accomplish, and just giving you as much free advice as I can, and then we'll figure out if there's if it will be beneficial for you for us to, to keep talking. All right. You can find out more at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com or just shoot me an email, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Thanks. Have a great day.